already in there. The part where you say your name. It's time for the Art and Science Punks, the podcast where we talk about art, science, and technology. As punks, we love to create, to explore, to fail, to learn, and to listen to loud music. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one of your punks, Kate Stenzinger, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner. Hi, I am Rob Stenzinger. Hi, Rob. (laughs) How are you doing, Kate? I'm doing good. Wow. I don't know why. Sometimes when I read it aloud, it just sounds really dumb. <laughs> it does, it's not dumb at all. It's, um, I mean, some some folk would make fun of us because of just having an intro, right? Well, gosh, you should be like a cool kid and just roll in and no, I'm, I'm, you know, get the mic hot and start talking. Well, I do that too, but I, liked, I like my intro. I like it just makes me too. laugh. Yeah. All right. So tonight, tonight we are going to... <laughs> What's up? I don't know. Tonight, what are we going to talk about? Uh, well, we did a um, we did a make project that's that's um, I'd say a little bit past our normal difficulty level, and it was it was a really fun make project. Yeah, so there was so details. many things. It was entertaining, and I mean, it just yeah. So it's some of the things I really liked about it. And, and um, it was essentially a custom home version of the board game operation. <laughs> right where i mean that's more fun than it sounds so yeah you i mean people remember the game operation you can still get it today right it's um where you've got the um the naked fat man uh, <laughs> i thought it was a clown it's not a clown. well his nose is red oh. but he didn't have like clown makeup on hmm. he's just he's got kind of some brown hair and Okay, fair enough. It's not um, that 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 nose is such a distinctive feature. That is a distinctive feature. I yeah. just thought he had maybe a yeah. little rosea. Not rose, to be. Uh, oh, yeah, he's just got a little skin condition there on his nose. Fair enough. Ah, we sound like we're 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 being a little bit rough on the the uh, the, op, the operation. The uh, operation, dude. But the, but the subject. But, but yeah. the thing is, is they had these little plastic bones and liver and pancreas and heart. And you would have to take your tweezers and you'd have to remove um, parts of this wonderful man's body parts without mm-hmm. touching the edges of the um, opening. Yeah. And if you did, it made this horrible buzzing and his nose would light up. <laughs> which, which isn't at all what happens during an operation. You I don't mean, think that really happens in surgery? That, no, I, I think it's misleading. Oh. So, but so it's not used as a training device for surgery. Uh, yeah, hope not. But honestly, whatever gets people interested in their careers, that's cool. I imagine the uh, just the the operation fellow is is just uh, I don't know, like for entertainment value. Anything like if you look at someone else's skill and they make it look easy, and you, if you have a home game, you get to play along, you get to feel like, oh, I'm like that person, or like like playing rock band. It doesn't mean you know you're you're ready to go on stage. Oh but, man, you want to enter? But it you, might lead to that. Do you want to enter that debate? Uh sure. About what debate? Rock band and whether or not it teaches you know musical skills and. Oh, I mean, sure. right? Isn't there like the musicians that actually play the music losing to like ten year olds in rock band of their own music and. <laughs> They're different skills. That's the point. So I think we actually agree. It's um Oh, I don't I don't have a side oh, for you this. Don't have a no, oh. no. I just have okay. read like silly stories online. But okay, my vast the, internet research that I do. Yeah. 
well, you never know what comes up in conversation, but like it's, uh, it's an inspiration that leads to something else. And who knows, maybe the game operation does that too. And it, so that's a service, but, um, it's not the <laughs> skill itself. So we decided because this game is so awesome and we would really are trying to make sure certain that our children become surgeons, that we would make our home version of this game. Uh, yes. And it's, it was, uh, something that we saw in a, um, a make magazine article. That's right. Cause right? they had some, they had some, uh, software that could go along with this hardware that we were building. Which, right. Which was necessary because, okay. Our basic components, right. You have, you make a, you know, you've overall, you've got a cardboard box, you've got edges with which to make contact and complete a circuit and stuff, yep. but the com- circuits, you're completing it with a makey makey, right? right? And then because it's that, which is essentially a, it's a, it's a, to your computer, a makey makey looks like a keyboard, right? And ah. then you can use code to listen to the events and then visualize them because the making me get itself um you you would need to do something to get those other effects to to light up an LED or a nose on a character or right. or um make a buzzer sound so you had seen this in the make magazine what what drew you to this project as something for our family to take on what was it about this particular project uh well because we have a makey makey on hand and uh, it looks, I mean, the, the game is fun and easy and whatnot too. And I thought, Hey, wait, wait a minute. So the article was really nice, great step-by-step instructions. And, um, so it seemed very approachable. We could do this as a family mm-hmm. and not lose track of what we're trying to, trying to get done. They had like a nice, you know, like all the, you know, the parts list and things like that broken down. And they also had this, um, the make magazine mascot robot, right? Oh, the, yeah. You're actually doing operation in their version on the robot. And I, that, um, so it sort of just, I don't know, sat around in my, you know, in my brain, I'm noodling on it. And I thought, yep. what could we make different about this? What does, um, we have two kids, not one. What if, you know, like, what if there's a way to, to make, um, to make this work with a, a couple of different characters. And then sure. what if we customize the characters and stuff like that? And I got more excited about it, the more, you know, the more I yeah. thought like we could make this our own and, um, uh, you know, no, no, um, nothing against their, their cool project. But I thought, well, cartoon animals might be more our speed. Yeah. So we did, um, we did. Well, we went with cartoon animals um, that you drew, which were turned out fantastic. We'll post some some photos of them, mm-hmm. of the the project and the process. Um, I'll put them out on Instagram, and then we can link to them. Um, the what I find something really very interesting. You looked at kind of the directions and the instruction, and and the, the project you you know you were drawn to it. But kind of out the gate, you were like, here are the changes I want to make. I want to make the Makey Makey run two of these games. I want to make, you know, change the robot to, you know, cute little... A puppy and a kitty. Uh, yeah, a puppy and a kitty, mm-hmm. some cute animals, um, some things like that, which I think is very much your style. Like you see you see something, and especially if there's like a set of instructions somewhere, you're like, hmm, yep, but I'm going to change these seven things. Whereas I always, not always, but very often, 
I am more the type that the first time I do something, I'm going to do it according to the instructions. And then I'll go back and um, modify Hmm. and change things. So I just think that's interesting. Um, Now with this project, because I, you know, you were taking points, you were taking kind of lead on, on guiding us through this project. I was totally cool with that. I was like, yeah, you know, thumbs up. I'm okay. So that, that did work out uh, from your, your, your side of things participating and making it. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, Because it's not like, you know, having those existing directions, it, it was, it was, you know, convenient and easy and also having the existing source code to work from. Um, oh, right. because I was like, well, how are they doing this? And it turns out, um, it's essentially, it's a web page that has JavaScript in it that, I mean, it's just something I'm incredibly yeah, you're familiar with. Comfortable with that. Wor- yeah. Working with that kind of technology for decades now. So, uh, so I was not feeling, uh, like out of school or coming out of nowhere saying, you know, Oh, I'll, I will morph this formula it's like, it's, it's, it's something familiar, familiar to me that seemed reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus having the goal of, of, um, making it work for two kids at once, I thought was, uh, uh, a worthwhile thing to attempt. And, yeah. Yeah. But things changed along the way too, that I did not plan. Oh, uh, like what? Yeah. I mean, so he, part of the parts list was, well, you need the bot, you need uh, at least one box. We had make sure we had a couple of boxes that were the same size yeah. and all that. And um, then there was the, uh, the well, let's see, the custom artwork and all this stuff. But then you've got the, what is going to make electrical contact with the, um, your tweezers, right? Right. And the, the instructions have copper tape. You would think copper tape. Well, let's just run out and get some copper tape. Sounds like no big deal. I've never had copper tape on hand no we didn't have that in uh, that at home so. assumed it was no no biggie um and and then coincidentally we had sort of a week, weekend planned that um i was going to do like a just i was going to take our youngest out on an outing and i'm mm-hmm. like let's go to micro center yeah the micro center is just, is one of those um you know they're around the continental united states but they're not that common so yeah it's a computer technology uh, computer tech hobbyist store so they do stock up a fair a fair amount of like raspberry yeah. pies and 3d printers arduinos and and uh supplies i thought no big deal yeah run in there grab some they hadn't even tape. heard of it Mm-mm. and no, no insult to them it's they were just like well oh, that's weird and um anyway so that that was a curveball yeah and we went to like two hardware stores after that yeah and then got smart in the car. Well, looked it up on my phone. Yeah, we could have purchased it on ordered on up online and get no all biggie. the copper tape you want. But then that's fine unless you want to work on it this weekend. Right? Yeah. No, we were just like, oops. So we improvised and used uh, tin foil. Yeah. And that's that was no big aluminum deal. foil. Aluminum foil. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Kitchen foil. Yes, and. Um, the let's see that that creates other trade-offs and challenges because i would imagine the copper tape would, would be a little more durable and like stick along the <laughs> yeah. edges better um but we made it work yeah we totally made it work um put you know use tape we taped down the aluminum foil after sort of wrapping it around the edges and stuff and then um you know 
experimented with like how much could, had to be there and a little bit extra to come up. So the, the Makey Makey has alligator clips when you're trying to connect yeah. it, you know, from something from it, the board itself to, to what you're trying to make contact with. And then part of the trick of the Makey Makey is like, is that you are the thing that completes the loop. So whether that's, um, like I've seen installations and prototypes mm-hmm. where, where, um, so, uh, or in some college projects where, where teams would put tin foil on a lot of stuff. That's where I thought, okay, we can for sure still do oh, this this weekend foil, yeah. because I've seen it done with the Makey Makey. Cause all you need is something to help for you to touch the, where you are completing the circuit. Yeah. And that's the thing where you see Makey Makey people connect, um, potatoes. One, exactly. One end of the, um, one alligator clip to a potato, but then you're somehow holding on to the other one. Yeah. And that could be like, I've seen people make bracelets out of uh, tin foil and then have a clip on it. So you have to put a bracelet on, but like, and then once your finger touches stump something, you're still completing the circuit. Yeah. And, um, anyway, it, it was a hunch and it worked out. Cool. Yeah. It was, there was a lot of things about the project that I really enjoyed. Um, I think some of the things that I, um, particularly enjoyed is there was, like you said, it was a little beyond kind of our typical make project. So there were some stretch, um, some stretch goals in there, if you will, or some stretch activities in there. Um, we gave our oldest child a, um, a, a pretty safe, but a blade. And she did a lot of cutting. Mm, um, yes. she did cutting, she, she helped cut the box pieces up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did, um, and she helped cut out like the, the openings on the animals. Mm-hmm. Um, so she did a lot of work yeah, with both the, from blade. the box and the paper. And, and that was a lot. That was, was that the little, uh, it's, it's, it's shaped like a pen or pencil, but then the end of it is a very short, um, blade. ceramic blade. Yep. Yep. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, but yeah. So it's not quite the, as extreme as an exacto knife. Yeah, no. Um, it was That's a little a safer than an exacto knife, mm-hmm. but it was still a pretty sharp blade and oh, yeah. she did really well with it. And it's, it was really good. There was a lot of detail work and she was able to kind of keep up with a lot of the detail work. I know we cleaned up some of the, the cut marks afterwards, Sure, but she did a great job. And the other thing I really liked was figuring out ways to incorporate the little into it. So our youngest child. So, um, I had had the, um, our oldest child kind of cut a bunch of strips of cardboard. Um, we were kind of making, um, a ledge, if you will, inside the box for mm-hmm. part of the game. And so then um, the youngest child and I would glue those strips of cardboard together so that they were two or three thick and then glue them into the box to kind of, again, create this ledge yep. where the, you know, kind of the bottom, if you will, of where you're going to go in and get out your... The inside of the puppy's body. That's right. Body, yeah. Where, because you didn't want to have to reach way down all yeah. the way through the box, right? Yeah. Um, but just even kind of figuring out, okay, what will that design be? And then, um, you know, what are steps that we can do in this project to kind of involve everybody in the family? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the kids did a great job staying engaged and staying involved and following, you know, kind of following the, the process along. Well, and so part of another piece of the process were the in, the things inside, right? So Yes, um, that's where I was a bit exactly going to go. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Go ahead. Our youngest has an iPad game about taking care of animals. Yeah. Right? And so I thought this will probably resonate if we're doing some similar things with this operation. First, make it an animal. Also, have these little cartoony representations of problems, right? Yeah. So a little squiggly, little germy thing. 
Yeah, in, little in germ bugs. Oh, yeah. we got to get the germs out of the puppy. Yep. And and then we actually, uh, I mean, so so the youngest how helped did, with coloring those. Right? How, how did how did Pikachu become a thing? That, that was, was on request. <laughs> she, it was it was on. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a Pikachu that you have to remove from the puppy or the kitty. If you have a, yeah, it, that's, that's a Pikachuitis. Okay. You have a pi- Very common. Pika, Pikachu-dectomy, whatever. <laughs> Pikandectomy. There you go. That's the proper term. That's the, that's the medical term for it. Yes. Too and, funny. But yeah, so she, col- she helped color yep. the, the bugs and the hearts and the... Yeah. And so we, you know, we... It was a bit of um, laying a foundation where they could succeed and have, you know, this this yeah. thing that uh, would all come together in the end, but th- they were still very hands-on along the way. I, mean, I think that's really important, Rebbe, because I know that's something that we talked about kind of you and I just together before we started the project is how can we make this project successful in that we end up with kind of a nice um, finished product, mm-hmm. um, and still really have the kids be hands-on because some, you know, oftentimes, you know, kids will be kids and, you know, we have one that will, you know, put two marks on a piece of paper and call it golden, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes. And it really worked out well to, you know, that we had kind of talked that through and figured out, okay, here are the things that we really want to direct and guide. And here are the things where they get to direct and guide. Um, you know, and again, point case in point, you went to draw germs and ended up with, you know, Pikachu and a couple other, you know, mm-hmm. um, really interesting, um, things that would go in, into the, the puppy and the kitty. And it was making like, making it so every step had their hands in it, yeah. but also our hands in it to try yeah. to make sure it came together in a, in a way that, uh, they would feel like, you know, um, involved and also, yeah, all of us enjoy the end product. Then what was the other thing about the, let's see. I had one more. Yeah, what's up? Um, we used a product that we've never used before that I'm curious what you thought about. Mm, and yeah. that is, um, I don't know exactly what to call it, but I call it electrical paint. Yeah, conductive. Conductive paint. paint. Ink, yeah. Conductive ink. Yep. And we used that. What did you think of that? I thought uh, it, we had mixed success. Right? Yeah. It was really hard to work with as a... For what we were doing with it. Yeah, for what we were doing. So we had cut out, again, like imagine we cut out a tiny little germ that has been colored. Yeah. And then we outlined the outside of the germ with conductive paint. Exactly. So if you are... With a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you're pulling one of these ailments outside, you know, you're, you're pulling Pikachu from outside of a cavity in a, in a pet, you want to make sure that if you're... Um, so you are touching... The, the tweezers, the tweezers is, is touching the conductive paint. The conductive paint then touching the edge of the creature should still set off. The foil. Yeah. Fo- yeah. The, yeah. Which, yeah, t- exactly. And well, that worked well on the ones where we used just the right amount of um, that paint. Okay. Is that what it was? Yeah. I couldn't quite figure out the pattern, but I didn't spend a whole lot so of time. So the ones where, that we used t- too much, it, they, it never dried to become conductive. Conductive. Oh, yeah. that's what it was. Or even if it did dry, I'd, somehow it was not conductive. Conductive. Yeah. Huh. So. And this was on just like little pieces of cardstock. Mm-hmm. And then we did, I did um, put a couple of like nuts and bolts in the in the game as well, just to have something a little heavier. Cause the paper was hard, I think for the little one to pick up. Yep. That's the another, flat paper. Yep. 
a little bit of a lesson learned. Mm-hmm. But the playtesting was super fun. Yeah. And with the, the boxes built and the Mikey Makey's all set up, you know, we could do that, right? We dropped our pieces of paper in and some of that was challenging. So I went and got some nuts and bolts and we put those in, um, you know, we yeah. could have wandered around, I'm sure, and found little toys. <laughs> and it's a, it's a really, it's a simple but naturally interesting game. And so once you have it all put together and working, uh, it sells itself. Then there was one more customization I oh, did yeah. after our first day of completing it is instead of um, the the code example that Make Magazine has that was fantastic, totally worked, uh, it didn't really make sense for the puppy and the kitty, right? So I, I, made it, um, I made it so that the different keyboard events that pertain to the puppy or versus the kitty would communicate differently yeah. in the, when, it, when it would show in the computer. Yeah, so it would say something like the kitty's okay or the puppy's mm-hmm. okay. And, exactly. And... Um, Puppy's having a bad day. And it would play this, play the sound. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, but that was... That was very gentle of you. Puppy's having a bad day. Sure. Like I ripped the Pikachu out of its arm. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. We could we could actually try to figure out how to make the, make it make sense for the Pikachu. But honestly, this that, this setup is really flexible. So now having that in the software, like we, yeah. we could iterate on this and that could be future lessons. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Adding a timer. Because I think you adding. did the code. I wasn't around um, when you did the coding, so I don't know how in much involvement you had with us or with the kids at all, or if any on the coding. Uh, I walked through it a little bit with our eldest. Okay. But, yeah. But Very that, cool. that could be a future exercise, though, where we modify it together. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Fantastic. Well, that was a you know one of our best or one of our most more recent kind of adventures with a big make project that we did want to share with the art and science community. Community. The punks, you, as you call them, the art punks. and science. Yeah, I mean, I guess we're, we are all art and science punks. We are. Yeah. Um, so I, I have a pick tonight. Do you have a pick tonight? I do. I have. I have the art pick. I'm hoping. Um. Okay. Am I supposed to have the science pick? I think you have the science pick first, but. Um, oh no! I have episode. a science pick. Yeah. But no big deal, right? We could switch it up. Nope, I have a science pick. Let me find my let me find my science pick. Okay, you're looking for that. Should, <laughs> should I do my art pick? I'll do my art pick. Mine kind of crosses the boundaries. That's why I got confused. I had the right pick pulled up. It's fair enough. I'm, yeah, as we both have done with our, this. But it's it's very scientific. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> don't make us wait any longer. What what do we have here? Why cats paint? Get out. A theory of feline aesthetics. <laughs> what? You remember the book? I do remember the book. The book is my pick. Is is the book not a joke? The book is totally a joke. Okay. But if you haven't seen it, if you haven't read it, um, at least to go out to Amazon and look at the reviews and look at this the definition of the book. I've had this book for... I've had this book for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think as long as I've known you, mm-hmm. I've had this book. And it literally is very seriously written um, as though it is scientific as to why cats have the need to paint. And there's images of cats painting and um, trying to show that the cat is actually painting the scene that they're standing in front of and how they need to express themselves um, they go so far as to have other forms of art that the cats do, like scratching a hole in the in a couch. Um, <laughs> but they did it, and it was it's a sculpture. 
It's like, no, that's the cat destroying your furniture. But it's very, very funny, and it's it's a lot of fun. And if you, um, you <laughs> science know, humor, it's science humor. Thank you. So anyway, yeah, I looked down at my pick, and I was like, oh, it's art. But no, it's it's very. Um, a lot of the theory in the text is um, quite, I mean, it's quite like, fantastic. And it's very deadpan. I mean, do they even, Very deadpan. Do they wink at all in there and in there, in say like, yeah, we're... No, they don't. The but they came out with a book. So this book was out in 94. And they came out with a book. Let me see if I can find quick the year. Um, that is um, Why Paint Cats. Uh, yeah. Um, so they came out with that book in 2002 and I think that kind of gave away the fact that the first book was a joke. <laughs> why, why paint cats? Oh my, wow. And there's a picture of a cat that's been painted. Wow. Okay. Well, that's, that's it. That is so funny. I have sometimes re- looked at that book and, and just, you know, and laughed or whatever. Right. And sometimes it's, I almost like sprained my eyes rolling them too hard. Right? Oh, right. Oh, because they, they, it's very deadpan. So yeah, oh my you should, you should check it out. If you haven't take a look at it, at your local library, um, or at least look at the, um, description and the reviews on Amazon. <laughs> One of my favorite books, Why <laughs> Cats Paint. Uh, so that, okay. Very delightful. Very thank delightful. you. Thank um, you. I have a, a pretty simple, uh, like, uh, it's an art pick and it's like an office supply style art pick. Post-it notes? Post-it, let it be post-it notes. Uh, maybe not, maybe, but not this time. Okay. Right now, what I have here is, uh, Uhu Tack. Uhu? Do you drink it? Uhu Tack. <laughs> that sounds like a D&D character I would have. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's funny. That's a cool name. Um, no, but it's uh, it's it's actually not a character. It's this um, it's this poster tack that is is in like a sheet of like eighty little pads. But I don't. Is tend... this like the gummy stuff? Yeah, so I you, love that you, stuff. It's it's got um, it's like a couple pieces of cellophane kind of stuff that that it, it keeps it sticky, tacky, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you, you you peel it off, but like I almost never just use one square the squares are really tiny and it's, and if i'm hanging up a poster I, I tend to use like two squares or maybe two and a half like in each corner two and a half or are you talking it's about? like um the, like the whole this this like um this rectangle that's a few inches by a few inches has like 80 squares and um like they're literally squares that have already been pre-scored well okay they're tiny rectangles but um I, anyway i don't know like if you're hanging up like a photo like a tiny photograph or yeah. a small drawing like Maybe a four by five or something like but that. If I had a poster, I'd put one of those in each corner and you be good. You put one, really? Yeah, if I had a poster. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm overdoing it with the uhu tack, but it's, you got to um, trust the uhu tack a little more. Uh, fair enough, because I've I've never had it fail me, but maybe it's because I'm I'm just overusing it. We'll go hang up your Wonder Woman poster, and we'll do it with one uhu tack in each corner. That sounds awesome. I didn't know I, I had a Wonder Woman poster. I was trying to think but of, it's, it's of a good poster. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, but it, this is this is I've also used it for um, like like little electronic boxes, right? Where trying to not have the as crazy of a rat's nest uh, nest of HDMI cables and stuff under yeah. TVs or whatever. So like the little junction box, I've I've um, I've used Uhu Tack on it to just stick it to the side 
so it's not permanent. Stick it to the side of what? I'm confused. Um, the side of like a like in uh, like a cabinet underneath a television, right? Oh. Yeah. And it's it, it it just helps me know where the darn little junction box is, and it's not lost in the rat's nest of wires. But I've also hung up a few posters with it too. Nice. I do love a good uhu tack. Well, good good deal. And it's anyway. We'll put a link to that. And that is my art pick. Fantastic. Well, that wraps us up for today. Thanks for listening and for being a part of the Art and Science Punks community. Robbie, tell the fine people where they can find us online. You got it. Art and Science Punks has a blog at artandsciencepunks.com. And on Twitter, we are Art Science Punks. And we are Art and Science Punks on Instagram. And you can find our podcast feed at artsciencepunks.fireside.fm or on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts, where, as usual, we'd appreciate your kind words and ratings. Thanks, and you can tweet me at Kate Stenzinger on Twitter. And I'm Rob Stenzinger on Twitter. Keep building, making, and sharing. If this is anything but Photoshop... Oh, I'm pretty those, sure it is. Yeah, those I mean, cats. just the images I've seen, but. Hopefully those cats uh, painted something else in retaliation. Right. <laughs>